Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. It's your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and this is the podcast where we put happiness first. I help high-achieving, deeply passionate healthcare professionals like you rediscover their happiness and their freedom. Join me in conversations with experts to uncover our unique definition of happiness and answer the question, is there really such a thing as work-life balance? (laughs) If you've heard yourself saying, you know, I'll be happy when, well, my friend, the time is now. Time to step out of the busyness of your life and time to step into the business of happiness. Hello, and welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and today is going to be a great day. Today, I am telling you why your positive affirmations aren't working (laughs) and why positive affirmations will not work in certain situations. And don't worry because I am the queen of positive affirmations. I start out every episode with today is going to be a great day. That's a positive affirmation if I ever heard one. So I will also share with you why and when they do and how to use them, how to use them to help empower you, how to use them to help put you in a place of empowered emotion, how to put you in a place where you can access your greater intelligence and your higher self, your compassionate human self, and how to be more successful and happier in life. So this is an exciting episode. I mean, this is a lot, my friends. These are There's some big promises I'm making at the very top of the hour. You know, I have to share with you this story. A couple weeks ago, I had the opportunity of a lifetime. I had, I realized a dream that I had had for many years, for about four years now. I had been dreaming of standing on stage and speaking at the Invisalign Summit, which only happens every two years. And I had the honor of speaking uh, at the summit two years ago, but in a virtual way. So this was really big when this year I was offered to speak, I was invited to speak in Las Vegas at the Aria Resort in, and in front of, guys, I'm not kidding you, almost 2,000 people. Not only was I, did I have the opportunity to speak in front of my colleagues, incredible orthodontists and their teams, but almost 2,000 people in the audience on the opening night. Sometimes realizing our dreams is terrifying, (laughs) even when it's exactly, exactly what we wanted. I mean, don't you have evidence of that in your own life where you've worked really hard towards something, you thought, oh my gosh, this is my absolute dream, and then it came into reality for you, you made it happen, and oh, fear steps in. Fear and anxiety stepped in in a big way. So first, just recognize, here I am. I'm a coach who helps my colleagues deal with fear and anxiety. This is what I do for a living. This is what I've studied and been educated in. And yes, it still happens to me. And yes, I draw on my own tools to be able to address it. And it's 
really important to understand why it's happening. It's our body's natural defense system. That's all. We're literally thrusting ourselves into a space that feels unfamiliar. And when we do, our body, our amygdala, tells us, you're in danger, you're going to die. Literally, (laughs) those are the emotions that we feel. That's what kicks off the sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight or freeze. Well, I was in complete flight mode. My heart was going crazy. My breathing was extremely irregular and shallow. I did not sleep the night before. I think I maybe had two hours of sleep, which compounded the fear because I was telling myself additional stories of, you're not going to be good enough because you'll have had no sleep. You're going to get up on stage and not be your best. You're not worthy of this. All those foundational limiting beliefs started piling up. And isn't that interesting, guys, when we do feel insecure and like a fish out of water, that's when those old negative beliefs, core beliefs start stepping in and we start swimming in them and they build on each other and make us feel worse and worse and worse. It's fascinating to me when it's happening in my own body and I know how scary it is. And sometimes we can even feel like, is this ever going to go away? This feeling feels so uncontrollable and out of my control. How am I ever going to calm myself down? And often what we reach for are positive affirmations. And this is exactly when a positive affirmation cannot work. Positive affirmations cannot work when you're in a space of extreme fear, fight or flight response, or you've triggered a trauma response. It doesn't matter how many times you say to yourself, I'm going to be great, today's going to be wonderful. If you're in that space of fight or flight, positive affirmations just don't work. Your body can't even receive them. Your brain can't even hear them. And so going on repeat, I tried. I tried. Taryn, you're going to do great. Taryn, it's going to be great. Taryn, you're going to stand up there and crush it. The more I did that, the more I tried to feed myself positive affirmations, the more my body resisted and actually threw more fear at me. It's actually trying to make it's, it actually stimulated more anxiety, more cortisol and adrenaline the more I tried to combat my fear with positive affirmations. Positive affirmations also don't work if you don't believe them. If you keep telling yourself, I'm going to be great, and there's a core belief within you that you're not good enough, that positive affirmation won't work. I'm going to be the best speaker on stage they've ever seen. Well, that just won't land. We can't lie to ourselves. We try to, but we can't. And sometimes that works in the past because the lie was believable enough. So we think, oh, if I keep faking it, I'll finally get there and feel that sense of relief. That 
old adage of fake it till you make it just doesn't work. It doesn't work because we don't allow ourselves time to calm down, to regulate our nervous system. When our nervous system's on fire, you can't receive the truth of what you're saying, even if it's true. And let's just pause here for a moment and recognize that most of those fears that we're telling ourselves are not true. Most of those stories, I'm not good enough, that I'm like, I'm in a situation that where I'm unprepared, those stories were not true. I believed them and they felt true to me, but the truth is I was completely prepared. I was completely in the right place at the right time. Everything that I had worked towards had brought me to that space. So let's talk about when positive affirmations do work because they can be very powerful. Positive affirmations can be what saves you in a situation like that. So when do they work? First of all, positive affirmations are amazing for setting intentions. You know, when I start out this podcast with today's going to be a great day, that's an intention setting for me. I'm putting my focus on this day being great. I'm looking for evidence. I'm already priming my reticular activating system to say, look for all the great in the day instead of looking for all the problems in the day. Let's look for all the things that are going to be great in this day. Let's look for the opportunities to learn. Let's look for the opportunities to meet new people. Let's look for the opportunities to gain new perspective. Let's look for opportunities to give myself grace. Today is going to be a great day. Even if events outside of my control happen, that might look differently. So that's when a positive affirmation works really well. To set your intention. An example might be getting on an airplane, setting the intention that you're going to get to where you're going safely, even if there's anxiety, setting an intention for these people have my best interests at heart, everything is going to be fine, establishing that I'm going to land safely, setting the intention is great. Another time when positive affirmations work really well is the 90-second rule. And what the 90-second rule is, and it's really a fascinating neurobiological phenomenon, is that when we have a thought that induces fear, we release a neurochemical cocktail that makes us feel scared. That's how we feel scared. We feel scared because of those neurotransmitters and that neurochemical cocktail that is inducing fight or flight and fear, right? So when we have a thought that releases that cocktail, we feel scared or like we're going to fight or like we're going to freeze. That neurochemical cocktail takes 90 seconds for your body to process and metabolize. 90 seconds. That's it. So if you don't store up another or recall a stored fear on top of that, if you can just wait it out for 90 seconds, you'll feel totally better. 
This is why distraction works so well with kids, right? If you're scared of something, I can show you something or distract you or make you look in another direction so that you stop having the fearful thoughts. And now I can calm you down. And if, as any mom knows out there, there's an age where distraction doesn't work anymore for children with anxiety. And that is because now they've gotten smarter and they can keep thinking fearful thoughts. They can keep thinking the disempowering thoughts that are triggering that anxiety, even if we're trying to distract them. Little kids, we distract them easily. But if for 90 seconds you can stop yourself from thinking that fearful thought again, you will metabolize those, those neurotransmitters and neurochemicals and you will feel calm again. The trick is not rethinking the thought. So this is where positive affirmations come in. If positive affirmations can distract you long enough, you can calm down. And that's why they do sometimes work. And that's why we have some evidence where we think, man, why are my positive affirmations not working today? They worked a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's why. Because for a moment, it was able to distract me long enough that I could process that neurochemical and I could start from a place of calm instead of a place of fight, flight, freeze, or I'm going to throw in here, this is my favorite one to throw in, frenzy. Because as healthcare providers, we are very good at frenzy. In fact, frenzy is my go-to fear flavor. I love to, when I'm get feeling like things are out of control, I start looking at how much I can do. Who can relate to me on this? In fact, I feel so strongly about this. I created a whole program that I'm so excited to introduce you to that's launching in 2023 that really focuses on this do more mentality that we've established in healthcare and how to actually live more. More on that later, little teaser for you there. But let's go back to what I was talking about. And that is that 90 second rule. If we can allow those emotions to dissipate over 90 seconds using positive affirmations, that's when positive affirmations work. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you didn't get into business to be miserable. The problem is that people feel that if their business gets busier, if they start becoming more successful, that happiness will eventually set in. But it can actually get worse. This is why I created the Business of Happiness Prosperity Coaching. In this one-on-one -on -one coaching, we look at how to redefine success on your terms and refine the joy and the passion in your dream. Visit me at thebizofhappiness.com and become the happiest business owner you know. And the third time positive affirmations work is when you believe them. So beliefs are really deep-seated, subconscious, ingrained thoughts that have become identities for us, truths for us. But 99% of the time, they're not true. Things like, I'm not good at math. I'm not worthy. I'm never good enough. Everybody thinks I'm weird. Um, I'm not good at leading. None of those are actually true. All of those are skills we can learn. 
We can learn how to do math. We can learn how to be a better leader. We can learn how to uh, become a more, a better friend to someone. We can learn how to attract friends that are better for us, that are more aligned with us. But we tell ourselves these limiting beliefs and we believe them in our core. So it's very difficult to come along and if you feel like you are not a good friend, you've never held a good friendship, you're never going to, no one ever can relate to you, it's very hard to stand up in the morning and say, I'm the best friend that ever lived. That thought is not going in. So when positive affirmations work is when we can create a bridging belief. A belief that walks us away from that disempowering belief and a little bit closer to the really empowered one. Positive affirmations that our inside soul, heart, head, you name, whatever you want to call it, your mind, your truth, whatever it is that you want to give that name to, bridging beliefs are ones that you can attach to and believe. Those are positive affirmations that sink in and feel true. And they work really well when we can stack on them and slowly walk our way to a really powerful, empowered belief. But only when we've had a moment to regulate our nervous system. So on that day, when I was getting ready to give my big speech in front of all those people, I had to work on my nervous system first before any positive affirmations would have any possibility of landing for me. What that looked like was a lot of deep breathing, a lot of calming. I actually went running. Running works for me because it gets me outside in nature. It stimulates that bicortical stimulation on each side of your body. So running, walking, dancing, all of those are very good for calming your nervous system down. It's why exercise works so well because it not only does the bicortical stimulation thing, but it also makes you take some deep breaths and it's distracting. Exercise is amazing for dealing with anxiety. So I knew I just needed to run. <laughs> and here's the great thing, guys. That run that I did that morning of my talk was the best one I've done in months because my adrenaline was pumping so hard. My speed, I, I literally at one point thought to myself, Taryn, you are not in good enough shape to be doing what you're doing right now. I was wholly impressed. It was fabulous and it worked really well. And then, of course, there's some great, great tools and techniques for calming anxiety. Other tools, by the way, excellent tools that I'm putting together in this course. I keep mentioning this course. Guys, I'm just so excited about it, and I cannot wait to launch it. So if you're listening to this episode and you think, I'm a healthcare provider, dentist, doctor, physical therapist, hey, even veterinarians, I see you, my friends, and I know this feeling of anxiety that can be overwhelming in our professions, and you're looking for ways to address it from a perspective of somebody who's been there in healthcare, send me an email, please, taryn at drtarenmccarthy.com, and I will definitely send you the wait list 
for the course. I'm only taking a limited number of people. But one of the things that we're going to talk about in this course is how to broach anxiety with real tools in front of patients, <laughs> in front of team members, when you're feeling that fight or flight, what to do in the moment. And how to use positive affirmations so that they actually work and actually land. Because they really can be very powerful to help change those disempowering beliefs. Now remember, disempowering beliefs, all beliefs are embedded in your subconscious. So when we're using our conscious mind to feed ourselves these positive affirmations, it's not landing because it's not going into our subconscious. So there's actually some deeper work we need to do as healthcare providers, as practitioners, in order to change those limiting beliefs. And those limiting beliefs do need to change. Because if I didn't address that limiting belief of mine on that day, I wouldn't have stood up on that stage and empowered so many people and given so many people recognition of what they're going through to be seen and to be supported. If we don't address our limiting beliefs, we could literally stay in bed all day and not even get out of bed with fear of what might happen during the day. And this beautiful client of mine who said, Taryn, I am so terrified of getting sued. I don't even want to go into work today. Imagine that limiting belief. Imagine that feeling of, I might get sued, and so I'm not even going to go to work today. How many incredible children she is not supporting if she buys into that limiting belief? So yes, positive affirmations can work. They can work when we embed them and change them from a subconscious space. When we can give ourselves bridging beliefs that walk us slowly and safely up the scale of empowered emotions and eventually empowered beliefs. And then, my friend, when you're feeling great about yourself, woo, do positive affirmations ever work? They're amazing. <laughs> Haven't you ever been in that place where you're just feeling so good, you're having a great time, maybe you're on vacation and very relaxed, and now the positive affirmations flow. Suddenly all those positive affirmation cards you heard someone selling once or you walk into a Hallmark store and you see a card and you think, oh my God, that's deep and that is true. But every time when you've seen that and really registered with it, it's been when you've been in a place of calm, not a place of anxiety. Imagine being able to draw on those beautiful affirmations that you've read, those quotes, those memes, wherever they're coming from, and being able to really use them as a source of strength when you know that when you feel good about yourself, when you have that great perspective in life, you really can be your best for your patients, for your team, for your family, and for yourself, because we all have evidence of that in our lives. A moment where we thought, wow, life really is phenomenal, and felt that. And yet that phrase, life is phenomenal, 
can feel completely false on a day that you're having a quote unquote bad day. The key is regulating your nervous system, recognizing biologically what's happening in your body, understanding what's happening in your nervous system and in your brain, and then supporting yourself from a place of safety, how to embed new subconscious beliefs that can support you to be able to stand out there and be your best self, to make those changes in the world, to make positive, revolutionary, new legislature or changes in the healthcare system, or even if it's just showing up in an empowered way for your patients. We do that from that space of safety, and then positive affirmations are magic. I'm so grateful to each and every one of you who listen to this podcast and who recognize the value of feeling good, the, who recognize that happiness doesn't come as a result of success. Happiness doesn't come as a result of everything going well in your life. Not even close. We know so many friends and colleagues who have enormous abundance and don't feel it, who have enormous opportunity and don't see it that way because happiness has to come first. And each and every one of us has the power to do so to be able to change and regulate our nervous system when we have a clear understanding of what's happening within our bodies. And then we can use our brains, our minds, the superpower that we carry around with us on the top of our heads, on the top of our bodies, then our brains can be there to support and to empower us with these incredible positive affirmations. Thank you again, my friends, for listening and thank you for having the courage to go out there every day to do good in this world. And remember, when you feel good, that's when you really can do good. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. When you prioritize your own happiness and healing, you can be better for everyone else. If this episode resonated with you, be sure to share it with a colleague and elevate their day. And if you'd like more insight and support, join me in our private Facebook group, The Business of Happiness Hive. And until next time, remember, when you feel good, that's when you can do good. Bye-bye.